This is a HeadGum Podcast. The discussions on Robot Congress are for entertainment purposes and to help correct random people on the internet. Any law discussed is general commentary only and not to be taken as legal advice. Specific facts will always alter the case. Have a problem? Hit the gym and lawyer up. Hello and welcome to Robot Congress. I'm Ryan Morrison and with me as always is my partner in the law firm and partner in the podcast less so but still some so, <laughs> Ali Rothman. Say hello. Hey guys. And less importantly with us as always is Austin Hoffman, the man, the myth, the legend. Ryan, I'm just so happy to be here and to be considered a lesser part of the team that I helped found. <laughs> Not even helped found. I mean the whole soul behind the entire thing. The soul uh, music. You, yes. Harry Pratchett book. So today we, as always, are recording something way after it happened, but that's okay because sometimes society needs to take a breath, reset, rewind, and go back and look at this major headline, this major eruption in the, the games industry media and say, what really happened? And nothing is a better example of that than when intellectual property gets involved. And recently, you may have seen the headline, Skate 4, trademark is canceled. EA throws away Skate 4. They're Abandoned canceling the like game. A sad puppy in a dumpster. Oh, exactly. It turns out in reality that nothing of the sort happened. And we will walk you <laughs> fake through news. fake news. So we will walk you through what did happen, what transpired, and why when you see a headline about trademarks, copyright, or patents, you should see if a lawyer is cited in the article. And if not, you should throw it away. Now, I'm not saying that pretentiously as an attorney, but I am saying that as someone who used to not be an attorney. And I did not know the difference between a copyright, trademark, and patent. More importantly, is the author who wrote this article originally, no shame against him, just proving my point, referred to the trademarks as patents in the article. They are very different things. Ali, can you explain, we've done this before on the show, but just the very basics of what a copyright is, what a trademark is, and what a patent is. Take us, take us there. Law class 101. I'm going to give you one sentence on each. So trademark is going to be your name or your logo. It protects a source of, of your goods. People see it and they know it comes from you. That's a run-on sentence if that's one sentence. That was a really long sentence. Copyright is going to protect original expressions. So that can be a book, uh, anything you wrote, a recipe, um, a photo, things like that. A patent is a very, very, very different thing. In fact, attorneys like us, we do trademarks and copyrights. We don't touch patents and vice versa because they are so, so, so different. So my trademark copyright lawyer understanding of patents is those are going to be inventions. Yeah, and that is basically the rundown. So understanding that a trademark is very different than a patent should be understood by a person going through the intricacies of a trademark application. Now, copyrights, we're throwing them away today. Patents, we're throwing them away today. Maybe we'll I know do about patents from the boondocks because Huey used a patent to build an electroshock glove. Well, he didn't use a patent to build anything. A patent <laughs> well, would have been like a printed out thing. Yeah, patent might have been a what he used to protect his invention. But anyway, no, 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 no. he was, took someone else's. I think it was like a schematic. Can, do, you, do you patent schematics? I think I you're talking about blueprints. But yes, you do that when you. Submit a patent. And again, we're not going to get into this. We'll talk about it in another episode. But thank you for muddying the water. Today, we're going to focus on trademarks and more importantly, this specific skate trademark. Now, a couple things to understand here. One, 
Electronic Arts, more commonly referred to with Vitriol and the Voices, EA, owns Skate. Skate is a video game where you, Austin, what do you do? Oh, you skate uh, Correct. on ice and with, uh, no, with, with, like, no. with these It is skates. a skateboarding and game. And beautifully. It is a skateboarding game. And the first thing to understand here is, well, hold on. How did they even try to trademark the word skate? That is a very generic term. Tony Hawk had a popular skateboarding game. How can EA possibly own the word skate? Well, Ryan, if you really want to know, trademarks are registered in what's called classes of goods and services. So if you want a trademark, you can't own a word in its entirety. You can't say, I own the word, let's just use skate. I own the word skate and you can't use it. Instead, what you can do is you can have a trademark in connection with specific goods and services. For instance, here... EA has a trademark skate in connection with its video game software, its computer game software. However, they don't own the word skate as it relates to skateboards. There's a very big difference as the USPTO sees it. Yeah, they don't. Trademarks are broken up into classes of goods. So just as Ali said, when we say how the heck can they own the word skate, it's the same thing as how the heck can Apple own the word Apple. Well, they don't own the word Apple in contexts where Apple means apple or food or pie. What they do own it in is computers, phones, etc. So skate, same here. Now, there are people who will make the obvious arguments. Okay, but even if it's just video games, skate is still so generic, it defines a genre of video game. Fine. We're not going to have that argument today, but it is it, it is the exact argument we would have if I was on another side against them. or And if I was representing them, I would swear that there's no confusion at all, and it's not descriptive. <laughs> uh, but... The reality is it doesn't matter because they have a trademark for Skate. They own Skate in connection to, as Ali said, the goods and services they own it in connection to are computer game software and video game software. So does that mean that they can use the word Skate in every iteration in video games? Like, could you have Orca Skates on Ice as a game title? Orca Skates on Ice? I, yeah. Can you describe that game to me first? Yeah, well, uh, so you have a you have a killer whale, an orca, and they're actually fit into a pair of ice skates. I imagine that the ice skates would be on like the belly, like abdomen part. But now that I think about it, the orca's like two tail ends could be in the skates. Anyway, they skate on ice, but it's not like outside, like where you might think they would be. They are actually inside, and it's for no one would yeah. think it's out. I I pictured a skate an ice skating rink. Oh, uh, I picked well, it on a lake. Oh, you did on a lake. Yeah. All right, well there you go. Proof proof from pudding. I thought like you know like far north where there's ice and stuff. Right. So. Great game design aside, uh, that the reality is it depends. And with all lawyer answers, that's the annoying answer. So if you own the trademark skate in video games, you arguably, can, or not arguably, you can stop people from using that term in confusingly similar situations. So trademarks exist not for people to protect their hard work. Trademarks exist so you and I and Allie, when we're buying something, we know what we're getting. Oh, no, 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 no. So this is not... So nobody's going to get confused with, between skate and orca skates on ice, right? Well, that's seriously the argument we would have and the trademark office would have. Uh, when you see Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, do you get that confused with skate? And that was probably a battle. I I, I don't, I couldn't tell you what, what came up on the examiner's side, but I would find that to be a little difficult to give somebody the skate trademark after there's so many successful video games with the word skate in it. Now, that said, this is one root word, one root title, and they, they did successfully get it. They have skate. So what that means is if someone else is using skate in video games 
in a way that confuses the consumer into not being sure who the, the originator of the product is, you might have a case. So if you make Orca skates on ice and I, dumb Joe consumer, think that that's <laughs> an EA sequel to Skate 3, uh, one, I should be locked up. And two, uh, <laughs> that is what we would argue as, as EA's attorneys to say you can't get that name. Does that make sense? Wow. Yeah, I know that that makes sense to me. It's just wow. Wow. Uh, Trademarks are powerful, but they're there again to protect the consumer. So when you buy a Pepsi, you know you're getting a Pepsi and not Austin soda flavored sugar water. Right. Uh, Just like the word Pepsi put in between Austin's sugar Pepsi flavor. Or you could just put Pepsi on it like there. If your trademarks did not exist, they would have no way to stop you from using their brand and confusing consumers onto the, the quality of the product they're about to get. So when I see Skate on a video game, I know it's this EA dynasty that everyone's amped for, Skate 4. So when I'm a reporter and I see a Skate trademark abandoned, I all of a sudden think this means something and run to my... I run to my keyboard and I machine. get typing as quickly. Oh, that's right. Writing machine. I, I Maybe people are still using ye old typewriter and they're somehow getting that onto the internet. Uh, yeah, so it's important to get the news out there as quickly as possible, though. Yeah, and that and, and listen, I mean, we could do a whole other episode on the failing of game journalism and how everyone races to get things printed so they get the most clicks and views on Twitter as opposed to getting the right information. That's not game journalism. That's just journalism as a whole lately. That said, definitely happened here. What I think people in this article didn't realize is you can have multiple trademarks. You can have the trademark for Skate in different things. Like Ryan mentioned, you have games. You also have entertainment services. You Hand can bags. have... You can have handbags if they wanted to, probably. Yep. So <laughs> when they saw that this recent trademark abandoned, they probably should have checked to see if there were any others instead of jumping to the conclusion that this one is gone. So EA must be giving up this game and dropping it. Yeah, there's two things to keep in mind here. One, EA has in-house legal. And what that means is there's lawyers on salary sitting there bored. And what they do is they <laughs> they send out takedowns, they file trademarks, they write demand letters to their mothers, you know, all of the above. They're just sitting there doing all day. And filing trademarks is part of what attorneys do. Well, funny enough, the trademark that didn't go through here was for video games. What? So this is a more complicated thing. And again, why journalists should talk to attorneys. I'm going to make super complicated, boring trademark law fun. Strap in. <laughs> yeah. Austin, Austin, give me some low theme music while I do this. Boom, boom, pop, 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 pop. So trademarks are broken up. Boom, boom, pop. So trademarks exist in classes of goods. And every five years, you need to prove that your trademark is still in use. If you're not using your trademark, you lose it. Use it or lose it. And if you're not using for three years, it abandons. And every five years, you need to prove you're still using it. So this trademark was going through its renewal process. But just in case they had it, filed a new mark. They filed a new trademark. So if the old one died, they would get this new one. And that's how bored they were. They just put in a new one. And then they got the old one, so they didn't need this one anymore, and it died. That's done. Wow. 
Yeah, so that is trademarks. Uh, literally, that's what happened. They put in a safety net application. Their other one renewed successfully. There's no problem with it. So cool. They didn't need this one. They let it die. What it <laughs> says on the website is dead in all bold letters. And it says abandoned in all it bold says, letters right next to it. <laughs> you died. Yeah, you abandoned. It is the the screen from Dark Souls after you fall off a cliff uh, <laughs> in the trademark office. So I get why a, a non-attorney looked at this and said, that's not good. So this must mean if Skate abandoned and Electronic Arts abandoned this trademark, this must mean that they are no longer developing Skate 4. Which, dun, dun, dun. by the way, <laughs> Skate 3 came out in 2007. Yeah, we're not doing this. I mean, Skate, Skate 4, for those who don't know, is the Half-Life 3 of a slightly cooler crowd. Uh, it's never coming, and if it is coming, you know, it'll come. But it's it's so, so, so hyped and wished for, uh, and that that's about what it is. Uh, but I can tell you this trademark has nothing to do with it. Even if they were developing the game and they canceled it, they would not abandon their trademarks. They still want to own the trademark skate for one, two, and three. This abandoned application was not skate four. It was skate. And owning the word skate is stronger than owning skate four. So while we haven't seen an application for skate four, they could do it. There might be one eventually. And that doesn't, again, that doesn't matter. They might be filing intent to use and they have no plans to develop. Skate 4, ride to die. There are so many reasons why you can let a trademark abandon and why you might let a trademark abandon. So for a journalist to jump to this sort of conclusion is pretty crazy. It's surprising. Oh, sorry. Pretty crazy. It's inconceivable. (laughs) Uh, It's conceivable. Yeah, another misnomer is people often will like monitor the USPTO, see a new application that's filed, and think they know what product is coming out. Sometimes they're right, but a lot of times they're not. It's not weird for a company to file what's called an intent to use application, like Ryan mentioned. Um, and the second you file that, it starts pending and you get priority over everyone else that comes after. So even if it's or the bottom of the bucket idea in your company's um, plans for the next however many years, you might still file that application, whether or not it's realistic that it actually happens. Yeah, uh, this Austin, be a game developer and let's do role playing. I'll be the company's attorney. You be the developer. OK, yeah. All right. I'm into it. Yep. Hey, are you guys making any games? Yeah, we are. we're totally making games right now. Cool, like what? Like there's this game with a shark, and the shark's got roller skates on, and he's skating up a well. You might be asking, why is the oh, shark skate, in a well? Oh, you just reminded me. Remember Skate 3? If you guys ever do Skate 4, I'm going to file an intent-to-use application just in case. Oh, is that is that necessary? <laughs> it doesn't really matter. I don't got a lot going on today. Oh, all right. I mean, sure, I guess then th- that's helpful, right? Because if we want to make another skate game at some time. Oh, I th- you know what? I think it's on the board for 2050. Yeah, but even if it is, uh, hey, do you want to go to the lunchroom and eat the souls of children because we work at EA? Uh, yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I, what's funny is it, this is not me now walking it back. I genuinely get along best with with the people I know at EA compared to almost every other publisher. Uh, they, they are some of the, the bestest people around. I don't know their legal team very well, so I assume they are just eating children's souls and filing trademark applications, <laughs> but who knows? Uh, and I'll be honest with you, I am a trademark attorney. Ali is a trademark attorney, and I still don't entirely understand the purpose behind their filing here. They had the trademark. It was going through renewal like normal. Uh, and yeah, maybe it was a safety net. Maybe they had some strategy I'm unaware of. It doesn't matter, though. What, what matters is 
the entire internet erupted that Skate 4 was canceled over a trademark that, that had zero meaning on anything. Where does that leave us in the bigger picture things? Uh, intellectual property is something that controls the game industry. So many games you know and love are gone forever. And I mean that. It's because we can't prove they're truly abandoned. We can't really figure out who the right holder is. And if you go take that abandoned game IP and you make something, it's very possible you get sued by Jimbo in a shack somewhere that still owns that IP. And the more <laughs> successful you get, the more likely you are to have someone come out of the woodworks, claim ownership, and sue you. Uh, we see this. This was the aftermath of this article on Skate 4, which was devastating. And I've personally seen it at the law firm uh, really hurt people. Because indie game studio or some developer alone in his dorm room sees this article and he says, awesome, Skate 4 is abandoned. Oh, Anyone no. can make it now. I'm going to go make Skate 4 and save this game genre I love or get rich or whatever it is. And you can go look at the comments on the articles. That's what a lot of them said. Oh, my God, this is abandoned. That's awesome. I can't wait to see what publisher picks this up. Oh, skate man. Four. I, skate for your life. Yeah. for Well, no, I mean, just to make Skate 4, they thought another publisher could now come and take it and make it. And that is dangerous. That is not accurate. That's not true. As Ali said earlier, copyrights can be anything from recipes, which I don't know why is the example she used, to artwork either. and games. I don't even like cooking. Yeah, that was a weird <laughs> one. I've never, ever heard an attorney start with recipes when describing copyright. But hey, you know, it's, it's uh, Tuesday, which is too much information for when did we release these? Um, so, uh, uh, but that's the reality. I mean, like this, this stuff is so dangerous and it spins out of control. And you go look at the Polygon article or, or whoever else wrote about it. I forget Kotaku. I don't remember. Everyone wrote about it. Yeah. And you see the thousands and thousands and thousands of likes and shares and, and reviews. And then you see, you know, measly little attorney, Ryan yelling, wait, no, that's not true. And, you know, seven people see that so I mean, eight hours later when you post a correction it's too late everyone's seen everything and and honestly what's frustrating is all of these websites got it so wrong not even oh yep yeah, a little mistake there the entire headline premise article everything is wrong and they leave the headline and they go down at the bottom of the article and they write a correction saying whoops we didn't know what we were talking about damage is still occurring that everyone's just reading that headline no one reads articles anymore. They read the headline and they fill in facts in their brain and they think they know everything. And that doesn't change when you put a correction at the bottom of the article. So there's still people sharing that article saying, Skate 4, canceled, abandoned. I'm going to go make it myself. Sucker. Yeah, exactly. It's it's unfair. Austin, when you read thing, uh, when you see a headline on, on Twitter, do you run and read the whole article or do you think you know the fact that you just learned in that headline? I am probably a bad example of this because I have become so jaded by people sharing incorrect articles and information that I actually, like when I see titles like that, I, I will go, I'll read the articles and I'll cross-reference it with other information that I read because I hate misinformation that much. No, you don't do that. You're you the do. laziest person I know. You're not cross-referencing articles. You should <laughs> to hear... verify their headlines, <laughs> you, should, you should hear Cynthia talk... Uh, Cynthia with me about, like, Facebook articles and that kind of stuff. All that stuff that gets shared, I... I do. Hey, congratulations on setting a wedding date, by the way. Thank you. Break you. Everyone who's listening is invited. It's an awesome <laughs> yes. House. Good, good luck. Good luck That's finding. February. <laughs> no, it's, it's in February in the woods. It, it, <laughs> good luck finding us in the woods. And that's our episode on the fantastic topic of trademarks, not copyrights and not patents. Thanks for joining us. This has been Robot Congress with inclusions of people such as Ryan Morrison and Allie Rothman and Austin Hoffman. I have been the Austin Hoffman. <laughs> and thank you to our producer, Craig. 
Bye, Craig. Thank you, Craig. Bye, Bye Craig. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>